crazy I'm crazy for feeling so lonely Psychos. Hello. <laughs> it's Karen. I'm Grace. Welcome to another episode of Psychoanalysis. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been nice being home. Oh, um, you've been home for a while now, haven't you? Yeah. Like since the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it's been like two-ish weeks. I've spent the past week, however, laying on the couch icing my face because I got my wisdom teeth out. <laughs> Ooh, how was that experience? Not fun. No. Like, not fun at all. It's just never fun. Like, any anytime you talk about it with anyone, they're just like, yeah, that sucks. Like, you just have to, like, deal with it. Yeah. And accept that for, like, a week and a half, your mouth is going to be fucked up. <laughs> yeah. How, uh, but, like, it is what it is. How do you feel now? Um, I feel pretty normal like I can talk I can eat almost everything except for like I'm not eating like crackers or anything (laughs) chips yeah or like steak I'm not eating I can eat like pretty much any soft food though and medium soft food but yeah not 100% but I guess I'm at like (laughs) I would say I'm at like 90% have you had your like checkup appointment yet are they doing no. that? No, I don't think they are. Weird. When I got my wisdom teeth out, I had a checkup appointment, I think like a week or two weeks later. And really? Yeah. Like just to make sure everything was healing properly. Oh, yeah. They were like looking at whatever they'd done to me. And apparently uh-huh. there was something fucked up with like one of my nerve endings in my mouth. Because I was still having oh. a lot of pain at that point. And so there was, apparently they had like grazed a nerve ending when extracting a tooth. And so my nerve was like very sensitive. <laughs> they were like, yeah, your healing process is going to take a lot longer than for normal people. But, uh, you know, you've got this. They didn't give me any more hydros or anything. They were just like, you know, pop some ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> That's not allowed. <laughs> it was miserable. Yeah, I actually, I oh, but I ended up buying hydros from one of my friends because I needed Nice. It. See, I got prescribed hydro, right? That's Vicodin. Hydra. I think. Chloromethana. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know. About medicine like that. Whatever. I got prescribed Vicodin and it legitimately didn't work. Like I, because I was supposed to be like alternate from like the hard stuff to just Tylenol. You like mix them up. So then you're not just taking like a ton of just one. So, yeah. So I, when it was like time for my round of Vicodin, I like obviously was in like a little bit of pain because the other medicine was wearing off. Yeah. And then like two hours later, like I was in pain. So it must have just not worked in my body, but that's some like hard stuff. Like it should work. Yeah, you're just like, oh, maybe maybe take two more. <laughs> Let me just so yeah, I was like, that's not normal. I don't know why my body's like immune to that, but that's a bummer. Basically, I was just taking extra strength, um, Tylenol and three ibuprofen. So 
for anyone who's doing okay in pain, if you take like the like I think it's like Advil like back to like back pain really specific one for back pain it knocks like you're numb you feel nothing <laughs> you should have gotten some yeah it'll really knock you out I should have texted you about it but sorry about that <laughs> it's okay I just suffered for a few days <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> My bad. Probably should have recommended that earlier. <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine. Um, but yeah, it's been nice to be home. It, it was nice to be home with nothing to do. Yeah. With my mom <laughs> mm-hmm. helping me for the past week. Um, nice. Yeah. And I wasn't even doing classes because we ended our semester at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I'm just chilling, but you are currently in finals week. Yeah, I have um. So a how's that? Day due at five p.m. today. It is currently two p.m. For reference, everyone. <laughs> but <laughs> you're done. But I'm done. I just have um. It's called like a beat sheet. I have to do, but it really shouldn't be that hard. Like it should probably mm-hmm. take thirty minutes. Um, not gonna lie, this was one of the worst finals weeks I've ever had. It actually Oof. killed me. Like at a couple points, I. Wasn't sure if I was going to make it, but we made it to the end. But here we are, right at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I had a, I just had a, I just had a lot to do, and. You have nothing next week? No, I'm done after this week. That's nice, that's nice. Yeah, I'm really glad, but I'm also taking a winter session class, so I have school again starting, like, December 22nd or something. It goes over Christmas? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so it'll start. What what kind of class is it? It's an anthropology, science, religion, and magic class. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, that's fun. (laughs) Well, I'm taking it because it's like, I just needed more junior, senior hours, so I just had to take anything that was above a 300 level. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that sounds cool. I'm going to take that. Why not? Let me know how the magic part of that goes. That's yeah, intriguing. Honestly, I review it on this podcast. I'll just talk about everything that we learned. Uh, Please do. I need weekly updates. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'll text you. I'll tell you all of what we're learning about. I'm really excited for the magic portion. Yeah. It sounds cool. They're going to teach me about witchcraft. I'm interested in that. I'm Let me know. I need to learn. <laughs> Speaking well, of... <laughs> Great transition. Thanks. Speaking of learning, Karen's done learning for the rest of her life. That's crazy. Well, in a school setting. Right. You know. Right. We all learn for the rest of Yeah. But you're done with college. Literally. Like, done with classes. I, (laughs) this is actually kind of funny. Um, In my, one of my classes, it was like my hardest class of the semester. it was like a law class and everybody in that class was getting murdered by it. So I didn't feel, you know, singled out by getting murdered. But um, on the final, I didn't even study because I was like, fuck this. Like, I, I'm done. After, yeah, after this test, I'm done forever. And like, rewind a little because my professor is like the oldest man ever. And he... <laughs> is like so true <laughs> he's so traditional in the way he was teaching and which is fine um 
not the best, but it's like whatever. Well, it was like a hybrid style class, but there was nothing online for us. It was just you go in once a week and that's what you learned. Um, (laughs) And then you just had to like read on your own. Um, But so he like put everything in Canvas in the grade book. Every single point we will ever get for the semester, he put it all in. Mm-hmm. So at one point in the class, like in October, we everybody in the class had a 20%. Yeah, because it was the class, yeah. Right. It was just yeah. however many points we have gotten so far out of everything. Yeah. So everybody was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> this is awesome, especially because I'm graduating. Like, yeah. Who knows if I'll pass? Um, so I was doing like every single extra credit ever (laughs) just so then I had like maybe a little cushion because it was also a hard class. For example, our first test, I got a 40 out of 60. That's not great. It's not great. I thought you were about to say 40% and I was going to be like, no, but just you wait, just you wait. Um, (laughs) so then I don't know. So then I had like, uh, like a 50% in the class Yeah, and he wasn't updating the grade book. So a week before classes are ending, I still have this 50% in the class. No way. Yeah. And I had this test coming up. You know what? I don't care anymore. I'm not studying for this. This is a waste of my time. Oh God. And we had to take the test in the learning center at our school like you had to it was like a proctored test whatever whatever so I'm in there and I'm just like clicking random answers I'm like okay get me out of here get me out of here get my score I got a 20 out of 60 um so that was cool and so then I was like oh shit (laughs) like I might not pass this I'm just gonna calculate that percentage real fast that's a 33.33. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And then I, right. So, <laughs> oh, <hi. laughs> mom, I don't know if I'm going to pass this class. You graduate? Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, like high stakes situation. You needed that to graduate. Right. So, by the time Thanksgiving came, classes are, like, done. Classes are wrapped up. I'm home in Minnesota. Yeah. Our, the grade book still wasn't updated. And I was just like, all right, I have to take the winter session. Like, I'm going to take this, like, three-week winter session of this course. That's just how it's going to be. Otherwise, I'm not graduating. Right. And then he, like, sent out a message on Canvas and was like, all right, grades have been updated, like blah, blah, blah. That's the final grade that's shown. Um, And I go to the grade book. Guess what I got in this fucking class? Do you get like a 71? No, higher. What did you get? 131%. What the fuck? Absolute bonkers, if you ask me. Did you, is this because of all your extra credit shit? Yes. I did every single extra credit I could think of. Oh my God. You got a hot 30%. I just don't understand though at all, but I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to let it go. Let it go. 
because maybe it is a mistake and then you actually fail. (laughs) Um, let's hope not. But like, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. So Uh, that was nice. My class of the semester. Okay, so writing the screenplay, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's the only assignment for the entire semester. It's the only project. We have zero tests. We have zero, and like we actually, there's zero grades in the gradebook right now. Okay. The only grade you get is for the screenplay. It's mm. 100% of the entire class's grade. Uh huh. That's it. That's fun. You don't get to, like, you don't even have, there wasn't even like check ins where you had to turn in a draft or anything. What? Like, it's literally just a singular submission. You submit it one time at the very end of the semester, and that's it. Do you like that or hate that? I'm kind of scared. Yeah, I would be. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you're going to do fine, but also, like, I need, like, reassurance that I'm doing good, so I feel like there should have been, like, checkpoints. The checkpoints were a Zoom call when you would get on the Zoom call and you would just ask questions about your screenplay and, like, he would talk to you about it if you had questions. Okay. I never asked a question because I had two, like, I just didn't, it was one of those things where I was like, I don't even know what to ask because yeah. I'm having such a hard time with this that I don't, like, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. And so I was <laughs> Zoom calls and, like, listen to him talk to other students about their, like, characters mm-hmm. and, like, give them advice about their characters. And obviously, like, all of us are writing different screenplays. Different so stuff. to do with me. They're, like, <laughs> talking about his superhero who like you know drinks pee to get you know superpowers amazing advice and I was like so this doesn't really relate to my screenplay on teen pregnancy (laughs) but (laughs) thanks for that sounds cool (laughs) really love your yikes well keep me updated on how that ends up thank you uh, wishing you the best good wishes We'll be, we'll be all right, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, this entire episode, we're just going to be talking about ending college and how yeah. it feels. And, you know. What a time. What literally looking forward to. I would give, life. yeah, I would give um, tours of the College of Journalism at school and when I would talk to students, incoming students, seniors in high school, they would always ask me like, I don't know, just like random questions about college and like, what is it like and stuff like that. And like, literally, I would always say college is such a weird time. Yeah. In the best of ways, though. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes. And like, I know that's so vague and not maybe what a senior in high school wants to hear but that's just the best way to describe it is like college is such like a mismatch of weirdness and scenarios that are confusing Mm -hmm. and stress but also like it's so fun Mm -hmm. and also it just like happens life just like happens like I don't need I I know that's like the worst description ever no but that's what I will that's what I would always say to the it Kids. really does just happen because I like I took a class this semester that I was in with like basically all freshmen like it was freshmen and then me mm-hmm. and there were a couple different periods where our like professor would ask these like freshmen like how's college going for you like what's going mm-hmm. what's it like what's your transition like and they would just start talking about these things and it's like 
like I was like wait I haven't been a freshman for three years like what whoa the time go by so fast and now like the weirdest feeling was being a senior in college with freshmen in college and being like I used to be you and I don't remember when I stopped so weird but now I'm yeah and it's scary (laughs) now I'm me and I still feel like that just like maybe a little bit older but I still feel like that more like weird situations under my skin but I still have pretty much clue what's going on ever oh yeah yeah like I remember when I was a freshman and I was writing for the Daily Nebraskan and I would be around these seniors and Mm -hmm. I would be like oh my god they're so old and they look they just know like what the hell's going on right but then now that I'm here I don't know shit (laughs) on Saturday I'll have a piece of paper that says I have a bachelor of journalism and that'll be it but I still don't know life I don't know anything Honestly, I feel like the degree, like I'm getting a degree in film <clears throat> and I definitely know more than like the average person about Yeah, it. yeah. But I still don't feel like I know that much, you know? Yeah. Moments when I'm like, I don't, I don't deserve a degree in this. I don't know anything. Like if you could ask me questions and I'd still be like, I have no idea. Why, <laughs> why, do, why get the certificate that says I know a lot about it when I really don't have any idea still? I feel like growing up, I was always like, I always thought of getting a degree as knowing the most you ever will in a subject. Yeah. But now that I'm here, I've realized college is kind of just a stepping stone into a career where you're going to learn even more about the subject you Mm -hmm. got your degree in, maybe, if you got your degree in something you like. But it's it's, it's weird. It's weird. It is really weird. It's also just strange to think that, like, people who get C's also get the same degree in the end as someone who gets A's. Okay, that actually, like, that pisses me off. Oh, I don't give a shit, because I've, I've... Okay, well, whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. The, been the one getting C's. However, I feel like I try harder than some people, and yet they're still, like, floating by getting the same degree. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's interesting. I don't necessarily like love or hate that. I think it's like whatever you want to make it. Like you can get whatever. Yeah, I guess in college and however, like some people can get C's, but they're putting forth a lot of effort in other areas. Or other people can mm-hmm. get A's and not say they don't have like they don't have to work a part time job or whatever. Yeah, like, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't feel a certain way about it. It's just crazy because in, like, in high school, I feel like there was a lot of emphasis on your grades. And now in college, it's like, fuck, I just want to pass, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope I make it through this class and that's it. Yep. Who, like, care that's about so true. Are, like, the people moving on to, like, graduate schools. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, I've thought about graduate school and I could probably get in places. I don't have a good, I don't have a great JPA like yeah me too I'd make it in yeah life is just it's it's just weird as as you get older you just kind of like the weirdness of everything is just normal when you also just realize that like no one knows anything yeah nobody knows what they're doing 
Who, no one. Nobody, there's literally no good route or good way to go about your life. Yeah. So everybody's just winging it. Yeah. And as someone, like, I, I think I remember, like, being a freshman in college, like, I, you'd have GTAs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And anyone who was a GTA, I was just like, you have your life figured out. You know what's going on. And now I'm like, mm, GTAs are really just like postponing, you know, actual life. Because <laughs> yeah. they want to, you know, go get a job. Or maybe they really are like loving studying whatever they're studying. They do not have their shit together. No. No. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Neither do I. But they're just... But no, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> well, we asked on our Instagram for you guys to send in questions about just like college or life or my future plans. Got a few in. And so we're just gonna go through them and just have a good chat about it. Yeah, this is uh, like every other episode where we don't really know what we're talking about and (laughs) we don't really have a structure. But thanks for listening. (laughs) Welcome. Um, okay, so the first question, are you scared for post-grad? And I guess this can be for both of us. Um, yes, I'm fucking terrified. That's my hint. Reasons. Reasons. Um, Back that up. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, like, I wasn't expecting to be graduating in a pandemic. Um, yeah. And that greatly affects, like, a lot of things. Um, so there's that. It's also just, like, I don't really know what direction I want to take my career in. Like, I technically could be doing so many different things. Like, I could move to L.A. and, like, work, like, try and work in Hollywood. I could, like, work in advertising. I could, there's just so many possibilities, and I don't have, like, a specific like, I know what I don't want to do, but I don't really know what I want to do, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And so, it's hard to feel like, I don't know, it's hard to feel like I know, like, I have a path because I don't really. Like, I could end up doing so many different things. And then also just, like, the creative industry is so fucking competitive. And yeah, I don't feel like I'm the best at any particular thing. I think I'm more so, like, I'm good at multiple things. I can do audio. I can do videography. I can do photos. I can do graphics. Mm-hmm. But I'm not... Like, you don't feel like you have, like, a specialty. Right, exactly. I'm not the person who's, like, I'm the best goddamn videographer you're ever going to see. I'm, like, I can do it. And I can do a lot of other things. Yeah. But it's hard to, like, feel like that's enough sometimes. So yeah. I just feel like I will never get a job and I will never find a career and I don't know what the world is going to do to me. Yeah, I feel that. No, it's funny you say that because I feel like I feel the exact same way, except I'm excited, not so much scared. Like, I do not know. I can do a lot of things that revolve around public relations and advertising, but, and like, I don't really have like, a specialty yeah but like I'm excited about it because that means I can switch up my job right now like we'll talk about my future plans in a little bit but um the job that I'm going into is very public relations based and 
I know it'll be kind of not a job that I'm going to have till I'm 50 years old. Right. So I'm excited that I get to do it and then like switch it up in a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that is something that I will look forward to. I think it's at the point where it's just like, I, I don't know. Like it just feels. But I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It just it feels, feels like, like I'm going to get a job and I'm never going to like, yeah. And like, I know that that's not true. Like, I'm yeah. myself, like it's going to be fine. Even if you like, don't get like quote unquote, a big girl job, like you can find shit to do in the mm-hmm. meantime that you're searching, but it just feels like. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I felt. It just feels very overwhelming. And like, I try not to put too much pressure on myself because obviously we're only like fucking 20 years old. I don't know what Mm -hmm. I'm doing and no one at our age does and that's okay. And if you do know what you're doing, like, hell yeah, but also like, what? Probably delusional. You probably yeah, like what you think you do. Like, this time of your life is meant to be used for like exploring your options and figuring out what you love. So I feel like- Figuring yourself out a lot. Both of us, I think, are in like- pretty good positions because we do love a ton of different things in the field we are like spending our time studying. That is such a privilege to have. And I, I'm not saying like that us contemplating like our lives, like is the end of the world and that blah, blah, blah. We shouldn't be thankful for our education, but like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess, I guess what I want to try and work on is framing it in more so like, I think I've texted you about this on, but like, Mm-hmm. Of it as an adventure like it doesn't yeah. have to be like a you figure it out by may or else you're fucked it's like yeah i don't know i can figure it out and like it'll be fun and yeah scary and like it's actually when i like romanticize it some in my head it helps me like calm down a little bit because if i'm like you know i'll just work at a coffee shop and like have really shitty hours and just be exhausted all the time and be applying for a lot of different things but it'll be fun like, and like that's your 20s yeah you know we can yeah like, as soon as everyone gets vaccinated, we can all go rage. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely normal to feel like overwhelmed. I, so when did I start applying to jobs? I started applying to jobs in like September time. Yeah. Um, and I kid you not, I applied to probably 50 jobs. Yeah. And that was discouraging. And I, for like the longest time, I was like, you know, I'm not getting a job, but we're also in a pandemic. So it's like fine. You know, I was so fine to just kind of wing it, like you said. And I knew I wanted to be in Seattle. So I was just like, I'm going to move there anyway and just like figure it out. And I'll eventually find a job. And I was like, totally fine with that. I like had kind of decided that's what I was going to be doing like beginning of November. And then a job got back to me and then things kind of changed. But you just kind of have to realize it's not one size fits all, you know, just because another person already has a job lined up for July doesn't mean if you're graduating now doesn't mean that you have to have a job lined up for December yeah Yeah. um and that's hard to wrap your head around trust me just just to like for total transparency and for people to like feel maybe better about themselves 
did you get one response from a job? Like you, you got one interview, right? Mm. Um, I got two interviews okay. from two different advertising agencies out of the 50 I applied to. Right. Um, I got multiple rejections and multiple just no. Like total ghosting. Yeah, total ghosting. Just because I wasn't, you know, like they don't want to waste their time on like somebody who's not qualified. And I totally right. get that. Um, but yeah, I got two interviews for agencies. One decided to go like a different route. Um, and I was like, sweet. Okay, bye. Um, and then the one I now have a job with, I had to interview three times with them. Ooh. So it was like a long process and I know everybody's like oh job search is like like you have to be patient with it but holy shit I was about to like lose my it mind sucks. it sucks mm-hmm. like I spent the beginning of the semester applying for like just a fucking stupid student videographer job not that my job is stupid but like it's not a full-time <laughs> job and even that was like all right literally no one emails back when you apply yeah. places so a lot of it's just like i don't exist to them yeah <laughs> like i submitted my resume but i'm not mm-hmm. a real person yeah it's not fun but my advice for like applying to jobs would be i made like a google sheet um mm-hmm. spreadsheet um and i like logged every single company I reached out to, logged every single company I applied to, logged when that was, um, like, if I got an answer, if I got an interview, like, anything, anything on a document. I need to do that. Because, because if I wouldn't have done that, I would have, like, maybe applied to the same place three times on accident. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Um, and I did it in like an alphabetical order by the company name. Uh-huh. Um, and then on the company name, I like hyperlinked their website. Okay. So I could like go back and check it out again, see where I was, you know, um, a lot of them had, <laughs> thanks, I'm graduating. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of them had like um, a certain site where you went to to like submit an application so I would like I would like link that and whatever tried to make it as easy on myself as possible even though it sucked so I need to take notes on that because I I've decided I'm starting applying like next week when I'm home um and like who knows if that's actually smart or not because if I graduate in May you know like the earliest I could actually start working is end of May yeah but I'm just gonna do it and see what happens just reach out even if it's not like applying, just reach out and ask them if you can set up a Zoom call to just chat about what they do and just network. Um, I emailed someone recently about uh, an internship on their website because they had like, we are accepting interns for summer 2021, but they didn't have a, like a place to submit your resume. So I emailed them and they, it's been a week and they haven't responded. So that's good. Follow up. (laughs) Good. Um, okay, on to the next question. Okay. What if I hate my degree? This is sad. This makes me sad. And I don't know what year this person was, but it's also understandable. Like it's so understandable. My dad graduated, and after he graduated, he realized he hated what he got his degree in. So like, yeah, it happens. It happens. But my like advice 
even if you hate what you're studying or if you're just studying something because like your parents made you or because you felt obligated to get, you know, like a business degree or whatever, um, try to find like the silver lining and like you're obviously going to come out of college or you should with like some skills and try to use that to follow like whatever your dreams are like um I know somebody who majored in architecture and towards the end of their fourth year like hated everything architecture and I'm sure that's so discouraging because architecture is fucking hard yeah um, and like a lot of work but they in their free time would do like graphic design and animations and they found like a creative position at an agency and now they're doing awesome work and they love it so kind of just like find something within what you learned I don't know if you love making spreadsheets you could fucking do that somewhere or like it's at the end of the day like people are not hiring you because you have a degree in uh they're hiring you because of your skills and your talents correct a degree is a lot of times like what gets you in the door Mm -hmm. after that is when you can show them everything that you're capable of like right I hope that I get a job in the actual industry I want to work in but I could also work other places it's just I'm not want like I'm not applying there so yeah I think a lot of times especially in college you get really wrapped up in like what your degree is in when Mm -hmm. all every single adult I know every single like full-time working adult I know is like I have a degree in history and I'm a photographer at a university yeah like, uh, you can literally do anything. Right. Like, you my has a degree in graphic design and works at a pharmaceutical company. Like, your degree is not your career. Like, those things are not. Yeah. Did you hear that? That was fun. Yeah. Was that you? Oh, was that you? No, I thought it was you. I thought it was you. What the <laughs> fuck? That's so weird. What the fuck? Uh, but like, yeah. You can do whatever. And. It's just, like, what you decided to study. And it, it's not the, like, make or break of the rest of your life. It's going to be fine. I'm yeah. sad that you studied something that you actually don't like. But, like, you know, shit happens. You'll be all shit right. happens. Yeah. And try to make the most of it. That's what I would say. I mean, just find what your passion. If you don't have a passion, find a job that makes you a decent amount of money that you can stand. Yeah. If you do have a passion, try and, you know, get a job doing your passion. Boom. There you go. Um, so I'd also take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. Also, we don't know what we're talking about. So, <laughs> um, okay. Next question. What's your dream jobs? I have a few. I have a lot, but also zero. Same. Like <laughs> I have like different dream jobs for like different sections of my life. If that makes sense. Like right now, my dream is to work at an ad agency and like do some fucking cool shit there. But then like in a few years, title, doing fucking cool shit. Resume. I can do cool shit. Just a single piece of paper. It says your name. And I just, Hire me. <laughs> it says like contact information. No, please. No, no thanks. <laughs> But 
in a few years, like my dream job is to be an event coordinator with a nonprofit. And then in a few years down the road of that, like I'll probably take some time off to like be a mom and be cool. And then a few <laughs> years after that, like You'll who knows? Be cool. Be a mom. <laughs> be a mom. After that, like, I don't know, I probably want to get into photography. And then after that, I really want to open up my own coffee shop plant store combination. Nobody steal that from me, please. It's my idea. Um, but yeah. They live halfway across the country. So, like, I have, like, you're not allowed. Um, but those are my, like, those are my dreams. Those are my dream jobs. So that's me. I really admire the fact that you have things like planned out for each stage of your life in the future. You know, you're like, cause I don't, I don't want the same job for the rest of my life. That sounds like hell. Five to 40. I'm going to be doing <laughs> X. And then at age 40, Jimmy, little Jimmy, who doesn't exist yet. He's going to have, you know, he's going to pop out. So I'm going to have to take some time off to help him out. Um, <laughs> 45 to 60. I'm going to be running my own business. Mm-hmm. You have your, like, future resume planned out already. Yeah, and if it doesn't go to plan, that's okay. I'm going to fucking riot! <laughs> but, yeah, what are yours? Um, well, I definitely don't have it planned out like that. Um, <laughs> I think that there's a lot of different things that would be cool. I think, honestly, right now, like, if I got a job anywhere that I could choose after school, I would probably get a job being like a podcast producer. That sounds so fun. Like this my is a great current, prerequisite. Yeah. I, I have a current like part-time job and part of that part-time job is I'm like a co-producer for a podcast and I really enjoy it. And I think it allows me to be super creative and I think it's, mm-hmm. I love interviewing people. I love talking to people. Um, and I really like editing and all that. And so I think, Something like that, especially at a podcast that I enjoy, like that would be really cool right now. Um, some other things I think would be really fun, like documentary work would be really cool. Um, I would love to be on like a Hollywood set, like of a real movie. I don't know what I would be doing on that set, but I would be there. I'd be part of it. I'd be a fucking director, but that takes a lot of time yeah um um I don't know I think honestly the thing that more than anything I think I want to be like living in different locations and like traveling and doing cool shit like that so I think like I don't know where I'm gonna end up after I graduate but like Seattle is an option for me so if I were like to live in Seattle for a little while and then to move like with me somewhere else I think like living in different locations for different jobs yeah me too me too and I also yeah so I guess I don't know I just it's similar to like the reason I'm scared for postgrad is because I have so many different interests so many options and there's so many different options that I'm like I would be happy doing like 50 different things yeah what do I want yeah but you could also do multiple things at once yeah, like you can right now and I'm tired. Like I just I Yeah, want, that is true. Have one thing. Really yeah, what sounds really good about postgrad is like 
having one job that I really I'm so excited for that. Not having other shit to do. You don't have like 90 different things that you're juggling. You go to your job, you do the whatever the fuck you want on the weekends, and you don't have like a hundred different things to do. I'm so excited for that. (laughs) So nice. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Wow. Okay. To live in Seattle with you, that'd be awesome. I'm so excited. Okay, talk about that in a little bit. In a little bit. Um, next question: Why is life so hard? It just is. Yeah. But it is for everybody. So if you get that under your head, and realize you're not the only one that's having a hard time, it might make you feel better. Yeah. I always try and reframe it in my head to where like, sure, this is hard, but like if it were easy, it'd be fucking boring. So yeah, that's a good way to put it. I guess it's okay that it's hard because it actually like is engaging to me. And if it were boring, then I would probably hate my life. Yeah. I like to be busy and I like to have like shit to do and I like to be challenged and I feel like if I didn't have that, like life would suck. That's why these past three weeks, like I don't have schoolwork. I'm not, I don't have a job right now. Currently I physically can't do anything because my mouth has stitches in it. And that's been so hard for me. Yeah. I have had to like force myself to not do anything. Yeah. But I think it's like good for myself, even though I hate it. Yeah. It's probably good. That's, that's sort of how I felt at like March and April, the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's honestly why I made you start this podcast with me because I was like, I'm going fucking crazy doing that. Going insane. <laughs> I need to have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you and I are very similar in that way where we, we are. I want to be doing something. I'll complain about being busy. But if oh I'm- yeah, I'll complain about things being hard too. Yeah. But, but also just think about like the people who genuinely don't have a hard life and don't have shit to do their life must suck yeah probably so I mean the fact that you have minor things you have to get through that are tough like that like it's fine you know everybody deals with that it is fine life is actually really good even though I complain a lot and I just want everyone to know that I know that and that I'm not just a bitch who thinks that, you know, my life sucks. I know my life is pretty great and I do appreciate it. But I need to complain to keep myself going. I like my life. <laughs> I also like bitching. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, all right. Last question we had sent in. Has COVID affected your plans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Massively. Yeah. But also, Nothing at is the same weird. time, at the same time, I feel like it's been good for my plans. Like, I think I'm a big believer in, like, everything happens for a reason. And even though, like, this pandemic is no good for, like, anybody, I think the fact that it's happening has taught so many people so many different things. And I think without the pandemic, like, I wouldn't have known what I was doing even more so than I feel now. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it does. I think that 
you're right. Like, I like it's forced me to take time and be like, okay, what do you actually want? Yeah. Do your plans you originally thought you had actually matter? Yeah. And like, what, what, what are your core values that you like really strive to follow? You do know what I mean? Like, yeah. I definitely, I think for everyone, it's shaken life to its core a little bit more Mm -hmm. and connected you with like, what is really important to you. Um, I definitely don't believe that everything happens for a reason. Um, (laughs) I'm more of a- (laughs) I love us. (laughs) You're like, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Shitty things happen for no fucking reason and that's life and it sucks. So yeah, COVID has definitely affected my plans. I'll say though, I didn't really have any to begin with. <laughs> I don't know how much I could say that like COVID directly affected my postgraduate life because no, I didn't have yeah. what I was doing before. I think the one thing that it really has affected is I don't feel like I can visit places that I want to be living. Yeah, that's the hardest part, I right. think. So, like, I don't know where I'm living, but I have cities that I want to, like, move to potentially, but I've never been to some of them, and so I don't know what they're like, and I don't get the chance to, like, try it out for, yeah. like, a weekend or whatever. So that's, I think, the only, like, rough thing. I will say, though, it probably has made me more certain than ever that I don't want to stay here. Like, I think for some reason it's made me like, I don't know. I think there's something about it that's like made me realize how much I actually want to leave Kansas and go do Mm -hmm. something else. And I don't know exactly how it's related to that. Like maybe it's just that like I've been stuck in the same house for however long and I can't go do anything. Or maybe it's like just given me time to think about stuff and realize Mm -hmm. that. But I've always like, I, I have always known that I've wanted to leave, but I think now more so than ever I'm confident that that's exactly what I need to be doing yeah that's kind of like a good reassurance yeah definitely you I think yeah this time has definitely like it's affected my plans both positively and negatively negatively I think right like obviously the job market's not great right now so that sucks yeah and like I don't know but the job I did get is remote for a little while so it's kind of nice that I get to take my time moving and kind of like really figure out where I'm gonna live and stuff like that so yeah January 4th is my start date so yeah I guess we can kind of talk about what I'm up to in January and after graduation um so yeah I got a job at an advertising agency or I guess it's it's more of like a public relations, public affairs, and branding agency, more so than an advertising agency, if you even know what those mean. Um, But yeah, I got a position for being a public relations and production assistant. So it's kind of like a temporary role um, that I'll be going into and having like a mentor throughout it who's just like a higher up in the agency and then um after three months of that they're gonna like reevaluate my position and possibly fingers crossed offer me like a full-time 
um, position where I would be like an account executive there. So um, yeah, I'm like really excited. I, this is kind of like the perfect role to yeah. get into the real world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. So yeah, it's going to be remote until at least March. And yeah. then depending on the world in March, they're going to possibly offer like a hybrid type of the op, the office will be open if you want to come in, but you don't have to like stay there nine to five. Mm -hmm. Um, and the office is in Seattle. So I will be moving out there probably like first week of February, last week of January time, mm -hmm. just to kind of get used to the city and I have relatives out there, so it'll be nice to see them and I don't know, just explore my new home. So That's I'm so very excited. excited. I'm so yeah. excited for you. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm just like so glad that first of all, you stuck to your gut on this, you know, cause it's like moving across the country in a pandemic is not an easy thing to do. It's gooey. <laughs> It's very scary and it's also like intimidating as fuck and like you very easily could have just been like no I'm gonna hang out at home for a while and just like see what's going on and there's nothing wrong with that but yeah. I think you knew that that's not what was like best for you or what mm -hmm. you like best suited doing and so I'm proud of you for pushing on and deciding that that's not what was going to be happening. Well thank you yeah I had an offer to come back to a company I interned with in Minneapolis mm -hmm. um but I just like like I really 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 loved that agency but I know if I don't leave Minnesota now I will never leave Minnesota just because I love it so much here and yeah. I think the pandemic has made me realize like how much I want to live here when I'm older yeah um so I think just now's the time to get out feel uncomfortable, push my boundaries and explore a new city um, and just like fucking do it. So I'm really excited. I think I'm excited for you to visit. Yeah. I think that's honestly like the biggest thing is that like you and I both feel like if I don't do it now, I know I won't do it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's like so motivating is it's like, sure, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Sure. Like it's going to be scary, but like, I know for a fact, if I stay here and I get a job here, you basically lose momentum. Like you don't have any yeah. time to keep going somewhere else. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to fucking go somewhere and then we'll see yeah. there. And it's like fine if people want to stay where they're from, like that is totally up some people's alley. But like for me and my happiness and my goals for life, yeah. I need to just like get out there, explore despite a pandemic. I'm going to be living alone and like the only friends I'll have are my relatives who will be living like 30 minutes away. Um, and it's scary, but like, yeah. I think I need this. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I, I'm ready for it and yeah. I need it to grow, which sounds so stupid. Well, the thing is that it's like, it's going to be really hard. Like I'm not yeah. lying to you living alone yeah. in a new city will be really tough, but yeah. Like the time when I moved to Lawrence and like I had a roommate, but she basically wasn't my roommate. Like she didn't really live there. It was like so difficult, but it also like you, you just grow so much and you learn so much about yourself. Yeah. So 
it's going to be a good thing. And plus the possibility that I could maybe be joining you after. Uh, it's like so fun. That sounds pretty dope. Sounds so fun to me. And even if you don't, like just being able to have friends that come visit and like have it, like I'll be able to show you guys around and like yeah. have you experience what I'm experiencing and stay in my apartment and be able to come home back to Minnesota and like still love home. And I don't know. I'm so excited. And I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I love decorating. So I think I'm most excited for that. Um, yeah, I've been thrifting nonstop. I have so many cute, like, candlestick holders and nowhere to put them. Cute. But I don't care because they're cute. Yeah. And soon so, you will, soon you will have to come. Yeah. yeah. True. That is true. My mom was like, you need to stop buying stuff because you're not going to have room to move it. So yeah, I'm like, okay. piling shit into the car like, oh. Big Blue can handle it. Big Blue can handle it. Big Blue can handle anything, honestly. (laughs) Truly. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yay. Well, I'll end this with some life advice or life lessons. Deal. Not that you asked for it, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Yeah, teach me about life. Um, I just have, like, three things that if you're currently in college or – you're thinking about going to college or you're not even going to college, but you're just like in the workplace, whatever. I don't know. If you're around our age, these are some things for you. Um, my first piece of advice, fake it till you make it. This in a lot of ways is like not a good way to live life. But if you think about it the way I do, okay. But yeah, it is because I think about it like, say, okay, a presentation. I used to not love giving presentations or public speaking Mm -hmm. or talking in front of groups of people um, because my face gets red and I just get nervous and it's stupid and whatever. It's stupid and I hate it. (laughs) Stupid and I hate it. But if you fake your confidence, people will think you're confident. Yeah. About what you're doing. Like, I cannot tell you, like, I'm not trying to, like, toot my own horn, but so many people, once I told a group of, like, a class, my, these three pieces of advice, um, like, three people came up to me after the class and were like, it surprises me so much that you, like, get nervous to talk in front of people. And I was just like, what? Like, I hate it. Um, This is an act. I'm faking it. And they were like, that is such a good piece of advice because like I would have never guessed that you were even nervous to talk in front of people. So that's my biggest piece of advice because I feel nervous, but it seems like nobody notices that I'm nervous. Yeah. So fake it till you make it. Also that goes along with like, if you're nervous to like hang out with people, just act like you're not nervous and they won't think you're nervous. Yeah, that's definitely, like, I don't have any problem talking, like, in front of people or giving presentations or anything. I'm more so, like, nervous in, like, situations where I feel, like, socially intimidated, you know? Yeah, me too. Lower than me, like, what the hell am Mm -hmm. I doing? And so in situations like that, that's when I'm, like, I'm just as fucking cool as all of them. I I know things. I'm gonna be and act like I know things. And yeah. 
in the end, you may feel like you may leave feeling like, well, that was fucking crazy. Like I feel so, yeah. still, but I don't think anyone's going to remember it like that, especially if no. you like, Especially if it, if most of it's like internal, nobody's going to notice yeah. you're externally showing. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. If you, if yeah. you choose to like decide what you're going to show and what you're not going to show, no one's going to see the shit that you don't want them to see. Yeah. Fucking do it. Yeah. Um, Okay, second piece of advice is to take time for yourself. And I know like college or your 20s or you know leading up to college is such a crazy time in your life where there's like just opportunities everywhere and you like are hanging out with so many people, you're going here, you're going there. And like yes, that's so fun to have so many things to do and be so busy and be filling up your calendar, but also like you will lose your mind if you don't take some time for yourself. So whether that's like, you know, trying to moisturize after a shower, like just take that time. Or if it's getting up 20 minutes earlier and drinking your coffee sitting down instead of like on the go, like that will drastically change your day, your week, Mm -hmm. how you interact with people. If there's an event happening that you like don't want to go to, but you feel like obligated, don't go. Like take some time for yourself and sit at home, watch a movie, binge some Netflix. Like look, this is your life. Like you literally can do whatever you want. And if you take time for yourself, like you will be so much happier. This is also something that I feel like you've always been good at. Like ever since I met you, you've always been good at being like, nope, not doing that thing. I'm just going to go hang out by myself or like, nope, I'm like not interested. I'm just going to go do this thing. Nope. I'm going on a run. Bye. See you later. And that's mm-hmm. like, like, I think I really admire that about you because we're both very like social people, but yeah, I've never been one to be like, I need my me time until I see. I need that. <laughs> and now I'm like, Oh, I understand why I need to be alone for a while. Yeah. Before I didn't really do it. And it also made me crazy without me knowing. So <laughs> cute um but also on that note my last piece of advice is to say yes to things to everything um and I know those kind of contradict themselves in a way but if you think about it in like a different way where they don't contradict themselves then they don't because I was it freshman year yeah you now have that banner yeah Yeah. So freshman year, I like, I'm so cheesy and I'm like the worst, but I like painted this little banner that just says the word yes on it. Mm -hmm. And I like hung it up in my dorm room and blah, blah, blah. And I ended up giving it to Grace. Um, But that was kind of a reminder to like, if there is an opportunity where you like do want to do it, and you're feeling nervous or anxious or you don't think you'd fit in or you're having like just I don't know nerves about if you are even qualified for it like just say yes because what's the worst thing that can happen like what you get fired or you're not good okay cool on a similar note to this like just like try yeah just try don't, don't tell yourself that you can't do it and not even try Mm-hmm. try and then figure out later on whether or not you can do it because you're going to find out you're going to decide or like yeah trying you're going to figure out whether or not you can do it if you can't do it you would have already told yourself you couldn't do it in the first place so there you go and if you so cool it, now you know 
<laughs> you can't do it and you can get better. Yeah. You're steps further than you would have been. So yeah, I think those sort of go hand in hand. Yeah. I also like this happens a lot with like, um, imposter syndrome with me. Like I have been offered a few positions where like, I want to say yes, but I also want to say no, because I feel like there's people who are way better at whatever than I am. Yeah. But you had asked for a reason. Like you are being asked for a reason. So say yes. And you will learn whether you are good at it, whether you're not good at it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, those are my three pieces of advice. From college graduate, Karen Ellison. At your service. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you wondering, we're still continuing the podcast just because Karen, yes. we're, not, we're not quitting. So this is not like- yeah episode of psychoanalysis ever we oh god no (laughs) you thought but we already do this like remotely over zoom um so we're just gonna continue doing it over zoom while i'm in seattle the mileage between each other and see how why not i'll be living in australia and then (laughs) like intercontinentally yeah we'll just see how things go but you're not getting rid of us yet i'm preparing (laughs) I hope one of you learned a lot, and if you didn't, then thanks for listening to us babble. Ta-ta! See you next time.